coming in hot from the greenhouse room. It is a beautiful day, but it's not warm, and we hopefully don't have an echo. Yeah, uh, we. <laughs> I feel like we've recorded in a different spot every single time. Since the rug might soften, you know. Yeah, this rug. She's plush, squeezy. He sinks in. It's very nice. It's Maybe it'll, so it'll absorb. He was laying in it, and we just got this brand new rug, and it's huge, first of all, and it's so much thicker than the other rug that we had, and he, like, sinks into it like memory foam, and it's the cutest goddamn thing. He's like a blob. And between that and, like, uh, when we got a new mattress and we're waiting for our new bed, uh, I wanted, we had a fool, and we're upgrading to a queen, and the main reason I wanted to do that is, I know it's not that much bigger, but I wanted the cats to have more space to come up there, because usually it'd be one or the other, and they wouldn't feel like they had enough space to lay on there, because they lay at our feet, uh, and now they have both been, we've been waking up with both of them sleeping on the bed, because they have enough space at the foot of the bed, and I'm just really... I'm here for that. I'm here for Squeezy's plush comforts on the carpet. It's so weird because it nice. really doesn't feel like a bigger bed at all. Like, Chris was like, oh, I can totally tell. And I, I can definitely like, tell. It's definitely bigger. Like, I don't know, man. I just, I can't. But I, it's great. It's comfortable. <laughs> it great. I'm, I mean, the I mattress could... is thicker than our old one. So yeah. I feel very, like, we don't have a bed frame still right now. So I feel lifted off the ground again, mm-hmm. which is nice. And we got new sheets, and I'm just, like, slip sliding. It's just a good time. <laughs> I can tell mostly because with a full, my toes could reach the end of the mattress. Oh, yeah. But I don't have that problem. with a queen, it doesn't anymore. So I never realized you were, like, having that Yeah, I could it. hook my feet on the edge of the mattress. I can yeah. if I do the thing where, like, I pull my pillow halfway, like, to the bed. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, halfway yeah, what down. you do, like, I all do the time. I do that. I don't know why, but, like, I just find that comfortable. You lay on the bed in every configuration other than the configuration you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. I cannot be tied down. No, you can't. And every time one of you guys meet me, you guys are always so surprised at how short I am. But I am really short. Like, I don't know what it is. People have told me that, like, I sound tall. I don't I know I feel what like it's means. just, like... We all expect people on the internet that like we watch because most of the time speaking it from, was YouTube. Yeah, yeah, speaking from YouTube, like you're not really seeing these people full on like in video. And even if it's and like even a vlog, when you are doing like a full like outfit video or whatever, like the perspective is still fucking off. Yeah, so you can't really tell. And so it's always weird when you meet these people in real life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not really that much taller either. You're like, like 5'8", I'm like 5'5". Five five. Yeah, so that gives you guys perspective. Yeah. We're short. <laughs> um, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris, and we've got fucking lattes. Ugh. Because why not? We decided to go back to our old fave, Cherry Street. We were just on the Starbucks kick for a while, but Cherry I'm Street has the unsweetened soy milk. Yes. Which Starbucks... One, why can't in you... In other countries, they do. Yeah, there's unsweetened soy. I know it's the sugar industry, and they've probably paid you millions of dollars for your syrups and your sweetened soy Syrup. and stuff. Syrup. Syrup. But uh, please don't. I want unsweetened soy. But also, I like the sweetened soy because I have a sweet tooth. I don't know. I'm I just confused. hate it. Yeah. I'm just getting sick of it. Uh, my coffee fact is not really a fact but it's more coffee news and it's just that starbucks is raising the price of coffee like regular drip brew uh i don't like that yeah it's going to be that's like, what i get most of the time it's a dollar 95 to a two dollars and 15 cents now depending on where you're getting it 
I think it's either size. What size are you talking about? That's like I th- I think that's like the range for the sizes, like dollar oh. ninety five for tall, and then all the way up to like two fifteen for a uh, venti. Like it's not expensive necessarily, but you can go to like I say Wawa. We don't have it anymore, but like you get like a twenty ounce for ninety nine cents. Yeah. Or like even fucking McDonald's. McDonald's, and shit. which actually has pretty good coffee. It's just so. sitting. It's hot. Yeah. You know, there's like there's <laughs> there should be like a way to measure temperature, and it's like Dunkin' Donuts is like the sun. <laughs> you know, and then like McDonald's is like on the border, the cusp of the sun. It's one of the flares coming out of the sun, you know. A flare. <laughs> anyway, um, so it is Thursday my dudes ew stop that it's fucked up and uh yeah so let's talk about you know what what happened yesterday and um just in general uh the show in terms of like you know moving episodes around and such because you know we're not gonna lie it has been as jobs have changed, like, main sources of income. This is, like, obviously the source of income. We have advertisements. We do have the, the Patreon. The podcast is, yes. Um, the, yeah. Um, but, like, our other jobs, like, my shop and everything that I do on social media and Chris's obvious job is, like, our main sources of income. And so, for a while, this was, like, one of our main sources of income. Yeah, well, the show started when... I was when, on YouTube. Well, yeah, this show started when I had just gotten laid off from mm-hmm. Microsoft. So, this was, like, one of our only sources of income. Yeah. And, you know... I fucking appreciate the hell out of everybody who, you know, signed up for and I continues to believe, sign up like, for I our patron. I can't people listen <laughs> Yeah, <all>. yeah. <laughs> I don't... And so... Over the years, because fuck, like it'll be this August. Will be three years. Yeah, Yeah, three years of the podcast, which is wild. Um, And we're in like the 200s or whatever of the episodes. We're halfway to beating your YouTube timeline. Oh, true. Yeah, because I was on YouTube for six years. Yeah. I was like, wait, how many episodes? (laughs) Because I think I had like, if you didn't count like things that I had like taken down or whatever, like maybe like 600 videos. Yeah. So once we get like 600 podcasts. (laughs) No, our podcasts are so much longer than your fucking videos. You're so right. Yeah. It's so true. Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So, um, as things have like progressed and our like lives have shifted around and like, okay, I, I feel like we don't, I know you don't talk about your job a lot because you know, you don't want to say anything. Yeah, I I keep that boundary specifically besides very, very vague vague things because of just job security, honestly. And him getting laid off really gave him some paranoia. We would even say some PTSD, to be perfectly honest. (laughs) Yeah, um, that's something I've been working through in therapy, guys. But, um,. So, yeah. Well, it's fucking terrifying to have the rug pulled out from underneath you, especially when it's your entire, like, financial well-being. So, I get yeah. Um. So, I yeah, I just, I keep that side of my life pretty private just because it's my work and, honestly, nobody wants to really hear about that and I just want to protect it and everything. But uh, my job has changed many times over the course of, like, the past two years. And with that, my... 
responsibility and you know time commitment yeah unexpected time commitments that come out of nowhere usually when i'm working like extreme hours in a day it's not I did not know I was going to be doing that going yeah. into that day. You don't have like Thing, a set like nine things to five. crop up, and it's it's hard to explain. It's just like things happen throughout the day, and it requires me to put in more time that I initially didn't plan on putting in. And so it's talking about this week. That's exactly what happened yesterday. I you know I just had I thought th- my day was going to be one way, turned into another way. I just had a lot of things going on and. Uh, we initially had some things planned for today, Thursday, that we couldn't, you know, put up and ep- like work on an episode today. So I just went out and said, like, okay, we just are gonna have to cancel this week's. But then we decided that we were just going to cancel the plans that we had for today and, you know, put this out there. Yeah, um, because I mean, okay, so every single time that an episode is late or push a day or even just cancel for the week. Like even when we cancel episodes like in advance, we're like, okay, we're not gonna upload like on our anniversary or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like, like that's something that I, you know, I feel like everybody can understand and we try to put that one out there just like way early. Cause at least we know that when it's coming up. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm pretty sure like, you know, we're, we have already plans for our anniversary this year and like I, can imagine we're just gonna like not do an episode that week i mean i don't even know what day of the week it's a saturday oh maybe i don't know i don't know it's yeah actually you know who knows if we'll end up changing the day of the week that we upload by that point i know (laughs) because we've done that too like a million times to accommodate for like different fucking schedule things and that's just honestly adult life and like i get it it's probably annoying because like you look at this like a television show that you look forward to each week or whatever and like We've had, you know, I mean, these are people that don't even follow us. So, like, I don't even know, like, who they are, if they even listen to the show that were, like, upset that we moved our show or they were just trying to stir something. Who fucking knows? But regardless, every time we have to move a show to accommodate for, like, Chris's fucking crazy-ass work schedule. Like, or, a full like, schedule change, not just, like, a one-week thing. like a, Well, no, I'm talking, like, oh. any, regardless. Oh, okay, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. moving an episode during the week or, like, literally being like, hey, guys, now we're uploading on fucking Tuesdays or whatever the fuck. Or, like, when Lila was going through all of her fucking BS, which seems to have calmed down, by the way, if you wanted, like, a small update on her. Um but we won't know until like a month from now, really. Yeah, I don't want to really say too much on that because we don't really know. But she's so doing okay. She's like, doing okay she's right now. She's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, like even when like emergencies and shit happen or like frankly when I'm fucking not doing well mentally and I had to like move a show. Like yeah, I feel like, you know me, I'm that bitch that like runs on guilt. So like I feel like really guilty and I and I know that like I would even say, like, 98% of people, maybe even 99, fucking totally get it. A lot of you guys are, like, older than we are and fucking understand. Um, And I don't know. I just want to, like, say that, like, one... We don't take it lightly when we move a show, first of all. (laughs) We talk about it a lot. We try and do... If there, if there has to be any change at all, we try and do a postponing rather than a cancellation yeah, as much as possible uh, just because, you know, if you guys can at least get an episode a week regardless of the day. Because like, then we get then, the messages where it's like, you know, and this is what keeps our show going. I know that there are people that, like, look forward to this each week, which I still don't understand. But, like, <laughs> you know, not to, like, put us down. I know I need to, like, stop being so, like, self-deprecating. But, like... 
you know. That's the best kind of comedy, Rachel. Oh, stop. <laughs> Just kidding. But, like, you know, I, I know that there are people that are, like, you know, like, that show, like, gets me through my week, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I totally get you. Like, there are things that I have that are scheduled weekly that, like, I fucking really like get thrown off when they're canceled and stuff yeah or like moved or whatever just not happening and like i get it and i i don't know like basically as things have moved on like we have had many moments where me and chris had to like sit down and like even discuss if we even had the time to even continue making the show a regular thing and as of right now, we can do weekly with, you know, hiccups here and there, whatever. Like, obviously, I'm not going to, like, say that an emergency with Lila is never going to happen again. Or, like, you're never going to be, like, fucking working a crazy-ass day and you're fucking tired or whatever. Yeah. Um, like, those things are still going to crop up. But, like, we don't know what the future is going to be like. Chris is currently trying to switch jobs <laughs> again. Classic. And... I really want you to get this job that you're trying to get right now because it's going to make you very happy and I know that you really want it. And we don't know what the hours are going to be like if he gets it. I honestly it. don't know what the future of the show will look like if I do get that job. Just Because it I might know... require a lot of travel. Yes. Um, so in the event that anything ever like legitimately changes, um, of course we will let you guys know. And in regards to the people that support the show via Patreon, which, like, still to this day, I cannot even understand, nor can I, like, grasp. I guess those are the same thing. But, like, it's just, it just is unfathomable. Like, there are people that literally subscribe to us on Patreon that, like, have some of the higher level tiers with perks, and they don't even want the perk. Like, they'll literally flat out message us, and they're like, I don't even want the perk. Like, some of them are, like, having an advertisement on our show for one of the things that they're doing. Like, if you have a store or something. And they're like, I don't even want that perk. I just wanted to support you. Like, there are fucking those kind-ass people out there that are doing that. And then there are the people that are just supporting, like, fucking dollar a month, which, like, you totally do not have to fucking do either. Like... Also, just supporting by listening to the show fucking really yeah, helps de- us out. Literally, like, you don't even have to be... I don't think people understand. Well, maybe they do. But even not being on Patreon, like, the just downloading the show each week, that helps us so much because those are the numbers that we have to send to our advertisers so we can actually have advertisements on the fucking show, which yeah. is obviously how so it So no matter how more. you're consuming this content, paid or not, you're helping us out. And so, like, I absolutely appreciate all of you out there that have ever helped us out in any way people that have like come and go like i see people that like were patrons like in the beginning that like you know i will get messages from people and they like are apologizing for like having to stop and we're like we literally don't care like they're like oh my god like a financial situation change i'm like honey literally take care of yourself somebody told us like that they were getting married so they had to stop and i was like plan your wedding fucking like, do that like our show is not more important than your wedding no like, literally like, no or any change in your go life do it and like if there's at any point where you either cannot financially you know keep supporting us on patreon or you just you don't, don't want to you don't want to you don't think that it's justified in you know paying money for it totally valid yeah totally we literally understand. we don't give a shit like we really don't like, like we give not, a shit that you guys are supporting us but if you need if to you leave have it's to okay stop, like it's completely fine and understandable and just 
it's it's your money like we don't it we do not mind like i see people that were patrons and of course i like i have like all of your names fucking memorized like i mean we're fucking past reading them like and all the present <laughs> yeah. yeah like they're all memorized Come on, and the so Plevmeister, i know yeah i saw rachel leesk not to drag <laughs> you but i saw you peep in my instagram story the other the day the least you, you could do like, is say hi I was you like, know the least is here <laughs> you know like it's just it's so cute like i i don't know anyway long story short we apologize if it has been inconvenient and annoying, honestly, frustrating, etc. when we've had to move shows. We don't take it lightly. We really hate when we have to fucking do it because we also fucking enjoy this shit. Like, this is still, hands down, the best online community we've ever cultivated. Our favorite form of, like, I wouldn't consider what I'm doing on Etsy, like, a social media thing because it's just, like, it feels more hands-on than yeah, that. Yeah. But this is, like, my favorite realm of like our social media stuff and we totally appreciate that you this this part of like our day and like this content that we create this content that we create can like that you guys are understanding when we do have to have those times where our show is pushed and And we're very lucky that we have something that like you know earns us some extra money that we need to keep it going that also is more flexible and like i'm i'm hoping that like even if you do get this new job that like nothing will be able to change like that we can just keep it up we obviously don't know and also we don't know what's going to happen in like years from now or whatever like who knows once my store i have plans going on right now with the stuff that i'm doing and i'm trying to make it bigger than what it is obviously and so who knows my time is very like before this i was working and right after this i'm gonna be working and same i don't want to ever have to give this up there might be a future in which this becomes like legitimately more of like a really side project like where when it can't we be. can yeah like. and at that point people are you know not willing able or whatever to support via patreon totally fucking fine acceptable we do not care we love you very much we appreciate the time that you spent with us literally listening is the only thing that truly matters and uh you know god bless <laughs> yeah know. yeah i think that's, that's everything it. i didn't want to dwell too much on this because like honestly just based off of like the people that were upset not even following us i could tell that it might not have been anything but i just wanted to put the vibe out there that like we I don't know that I'm just I I hope everyone's okay (laughs) and we are hoping that like it doesn't get to a point where like we can't keep up with this but like at this point it isn't our main source of income and we're just trying to keep it trucking throughout all of our fucking life changes yeah and thank you all for being on this wild ride (laughs) all right so let's talk about uh what today is yeah so today actually is our four-year anniversary of living in Seattle. Yes. And we wanted to like reflect, take a look back. Oh my god, we did that. We made cheesy ass posts on our Instagrams. And it sucks because like we're literally not doing anything because we're both just like too busy. Like we had like plans that we were gonna do it, and then we were like, uh, you know, we actually don't have any fucking time to like go out and do shit. Yeah, we'll do something 
<laughs> sometime. I know when this we're weekend we're not doing anything because we're super busy. Yeah. Like I have my anniversary launch going up on Tuesday, and so I've just been in like Etsy crunch mode right now. So I've just like not been going anywhere fun. Um, yeah. But anyway. So four years in Seattle. Uh, really wild like the fact again that like we've been dating longer now in seattle than we have in pennsylvania which we've brought up before that's just fucking crazy like i can't believe that um does it feel like four years to you um it's it's weird it's kind of like to me it's kind of like when when I, when we were graduating college, and I looked back to high school, and it felt so far away because just literally like so much happened in those four years being away at college. Oh, okay, you know yeah. what I mean? And so then like high school just feels like a distant memory at that point. I mean, it was already starting to feel distant after like one year of fucking college, but by four years passing, it, high school is like that. And now I feel like that with um, college because it's like four years we're graduating post-grad right now i'm just kidding like <laughs> like it's it's another four years so college to me now is like that a little bit where it just feels like so far away but then also it, it doesn't i don't know why the college memories still just stick out a little bit more than like and I so like and so i know like if i actually sit here and i list like all the shit that we've been through since we came to Seattle. I'm like, holy shit, that only happened in four years. Like, that's so I know, much I feel garbage like that happened. A lot of stuff happened for me both in high school and college, but I would say, like, the most significant and large-ass life changes happened while you we were in Seattle. Yeah. And it's, like, it's fucked up because it feels like it was just yesterday that we moved here. But then in terms of, like, the comfort that I feel in the city and the way that, like, I know my place and, like, I know where I'm at and I know my way around and, like, the friends that I've made and just going from, you know, living in a place that's so different from this city, it doesn't feel like – it feels like it's been fucking forever. You know what I mean? I feel so adapted to living in a city now. I know that like, if I I were to, if I were to go back to move it back to Pennsylvania, like it would one, I would not know my way around as well. If I were to like move back to like where I grew up at or something like I, I know I like wouldn't, I wouldn't know my way around as well as I used to before, because it's just like, I've, I've replaced that now with knowing my way around Seattle. You know what I mean? I never knew my way. <laughs> and like, just being a non driver really fucks with your sense of direction. I would feel out of place, and that like it, like I don't know that it would bring back memories going to like certain places, but. I feel like I would at this point now. I'm a been, different ass bitch. I at this point now, this is my home now, and like I would feel a little more out of place going back to Pennsylvania. Whereas, like, you know, I feel it, that a while ago it might not have felt so much like that. Like I felt out of place here when we first got here. You know what I mean? To and be like, honest, I always feel like I felt more comfortable here. But that makes a lot of sense in regards to, to the gay friendly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, I don't know. 
there are times where I still feel a little bit out of place where like an Uber driver is like, how long have you been living in Seattle? They can just tell by looking at me that I'm not a native Seattleite or whatever. And then I have to say like how long I've been living here. And then they're like, oh, I've been here for like 30 years or whatever. And then I just feel like that fucking bitch. Yeah, no, and then they're I like, feel... did you move here for work? And I'm like, I don't know how to tell them that I'm not an Amazon bitch. You know what I mean? Like, and no like, it, no. And like, I feel out of place in that way too, because I I did not move here for my job at Amazon. It just fucking happened that I moved here and then I later got a job at Amazon. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's not the that's not the later. reason why I moved here. But then it, it just seems like originally I that. moved here because I was like, I need to be going down to LA so often because I'm such a high profile YouTuber. But I don't want to live in LA. <laughs> I went to LA twice. One was for a concert. <laughs> one was for business. One time, like. I don't know. I was also made a lot of promises that were not kept, but we're not going to yeah, get yeah, into yeah. that bullshit. But also, like, I don't know. You also remember you wanted to go to UW, too. Yeah. But then you were like, I'm not trying to buy more school. Yeah, <laughs> especially not ex- that expensive-ass school. No, thank you. No, I know. Um, I mean, I wouldn't feel like myself in Pennsylvania just because, like, at least here, like, I have the freedom to get anywhere I need to go. And I've never felt more independent in my life because I don't have to rely on other people for fucking rides other than Uber drivers that I pay and I don't feel guilty because I'm yeah. paying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so it's nice. And I know that if I were back in Pennsylvania, I would just be, like, stuck. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, I'd have to learn how to drive, which... By the way, Chris got me behind the wheel. We didn't actually like do anything. We were completely parked, and the key wasn't in the fucking ignition. But he was uh, getting me primed. Uh, yeah, I, I just had you sit behind the wheel and like show you all the controls and stuff, so that way you could feel what it was like. Also, how do people drive in heels? Because I was wearing like heeled booty things and i was trying to like put your feet on the pedals and stuff yeah Yeah, so i don't know that might be something that i i know it's it goes against bi culture but like i might get my driver's permit oh my god i might like study up for that fucking test and get my permit Ooh. i know wild i know I've never taken it at all. Yeah. I've never even tried. I had the booklet. I don't know what I never I don't know it. what the testing is like here in Seattle. True. But I bet Pennsylvania's was like I, I don't know. I just don't trust people. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't trust anyone on any road, no matter where you are. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, but anyway, so it still feels like we've been here for a long time, but it also does feel like we just moved. And let's let's take a look back. Um, I did that actually on Instagram stories. I tried to find like as many old ass photos. I wish I had better photos of our old apartment because that truly like we say how shitty our first apartment was, but like we say it with love. Like I, those were some of the most exciting times. It probably was like the most exciting time of our lives to be in that apartment. Absolutely. Like I will never forget the feeling of entering it for the first time. The first day here, I I, I can't forget that. Like, it's, like, I remember just, like, looking out that fucking window when we had a view. Yeah. (laughs) I posted the photo of our original view because shortly after a building was built right in front of our window (laughs) which is honestly such a true downtown vibe yeah like i don't even mind it because it's just everything that like went wrong with that apartment was just very much like anecdotal at this point and very like two young turds fresh out of college living in a city and it's you know they're living in a cheap spot (laughs) yep yeah i it was fucking trash but i 
love it and i is that gold trash bag yes absolutely (laughs) i would absolutely do what we did again like if we had to do it over i would have went to that place first sometimes i forget how fucking risky we were we we had no plan like i don't guys i'm I'm not recommending this (laughs) no (laughs) i think we were very lucky um and I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the series of events that occurred for that to all follow through and line up in the way that it did would ever happen again. But like, I mean, just to set the scene, if you're new or if you don't really remember, like our plan, we've we've kind of wanted to go. We knew that we were going to move out of Pennsylvania, and we landed on Seattle because at the time you wanted to go to UW for grad school, and I needed to, like I said, to be close to LA. And I was also like, ooh, tech industry, crazy. True, like, video game industry, huge here. Yeah. So we knew that that was all a vibe. We also, we don't like warm weather, so we knew that it was not going to be crazy warm weather. And we also, you know, the nature aspect of it, like we've already said this a million times. So yes. We moved without visiting ever. We found our apartment online. It was like 900 a month for like 300 square feet. Like it was tiny. I mean, it was fine though. Like it was completely fine. First of all, it was the first time we had lived in an apartment without roommates. And that alone just made it feel great. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? And like we moved with your youtube and me having a two-week job lined up just a temp job a temp job for two weeks and we got here living it up and then just like i don't hustle. even know if it paid that well either i forget um i mean i obviously youtube it wasn't paid, paying it paid for it paid minimum okay um and that was like before there was like uh, a raise. raise so it was more than it was like nine something i think but it was yeah. So was, I was already like, wow, I'm living because I was coming from making like... 725. So, yeah, so... We love a rich queen. So I was like living for that. But then like it was just like a hustle for us to get everything together. We had our boxes shipped out to us. We moved like, with like six boxes. Yeah. That was and, it. And like a couple of suitcases. I, I had to get a job lined up by the time that temp job ended. And that's when I became cheese man. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. I and, know. And like I was like all a risk honestly like that was all a huge risk even his family was like i mean you know <laughs> are you okay <laughs> nobody said anything but i knew it was it was very felt yeah my family was like just get the fuck out of here <laughs> <laughs> they did not care if i was secure at all god bless you know clip the wings or wait not clip them. <laughs> the opposite of clip i guess whatever like, yeah um but fuck i mean we made it and like i just remember i'll never forget the feeling when first of all we were like enamored by SeaTac, we thought that was like the. No- I still think it's the oh, nicest SeaTac airport. Oh, SeaTac is the best airport I've ever fucking been in in my life. I really like, do really? love it. And then you get into because we didn't even know about like the link or anything, so we get into an Uber and we're driving up from the <laughs> airport, and I'm with fucking Squeezy, and at this point. I've had a very traumatic, stressful moment with Squeezy at the airport. So I was just like feeling very like I wanted to get him into the apartment so bad because I felt so bad for him because he was just on like a six and a half hour flight yeah. and like a two hour drive he, to the boy airport. Boy needs to use the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, he just needed some rest. And honestly, what a big trooper that boy was. 
but we're like driving up from the airport and i will literally never forget it was like a beautiful crisp june day much like today blue ass sky (laughs) fucking sun shine definitely not the vibe that we were going to get used to at all yeah and just when you take a certain route from the airport the view of the city is fucking spectacular and it's the view that we try to give people when they visit us because it's just like we we were like what the fuck and then we you know we were living in downtown so you're just getting deeper and deeper into these buildings and you're like this is where i'm living like these are my neighborhood like what when you ride uh i-5 into the city like there's a curve that you go around and then you just see all of this um all of the city like the um what do you fucking call that like the, the skyline the skyline yeah <laughs> wow i'm so fucking dumb like you see the skyline and it just looks so cool and that's what i feel we like were, seattle like, has one with. of the best skylines i know we are hella biased yeah we but are. it's just nice and you have the water bitch it's a vibe i'm sorry it really is chicago also has a really well, good you got one. that iconic needle she's there you know it's easy to point out like oh hey that is uh the place where Pearl Jam came from. Wow, I hate you. <laughs> and then we roll up to the building and we're like, oh my God, this is fucking luxury. Like we couldn't believe that there was a building. And then it was like an hour or so of paperwork, which I felt terrible for Squeezy. And then we go up, they show us the apartment and you know us, we're like keeping it all inside until the because, man, yeah, they the had building to, person they left. Like walk, they walk through apartments with you to like find any you know, imperfections or like things that are broken. So that way you don't get charged for it when you leave. Um, We were on the top floor of a six story building. (laughs) Yeah. So we were living and we had this epic view. And I just like, remember like as soon as the door closed and like we had seen pictures of the place online, it was a lot cleaner and like just nicer ish looking in person like it didn't have like any really nice the building had zero amenities oh no like absolutely nothing nothing. but it looked a lot better than i was expecting and like i wasn't expecting much for like it literally being the cheapest apartment available in downtown (laughs) (laughs) and it just they closed the door and me and chris just like looked at each other and just fucking screamed (laughs) yep just absolutely screamed we could not believe it and then we met up with Zach, and he gave us the world-famous, the fastest tour of Seattle. <laughs> I commented on your photo today. And yeah, I, I saw was that. About his fast walking. He's like, I didn't know that was, like, a part of the journey. I, like, <laughs> I, I always reference Zach because his he walked so quick, and we were, like, fresh off the airplane, like, didn't so sweaty. did we have Lil Woody's as, like, our first meal? It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a burger place. And I, I got recognized in the Target when we were buying like a trash can, and I we was bought so, so much shit in gross. that fucking Target. Like we just like I know. Yeah, we spent so much money. We had nothing. We literally just had like blankets and our six boxes. Yep. And Wait, do we even have them? No, we had to, they were shit. We waited a, like a week for those boxes to we show up. We just had up. our suitcases, and we, I remember our fridge was literally just string cheese. It was string cheese and chicken nuggets. Yeah, and that was very what we, far from what our we, vegan currency. Yeah. What? I mean, it's got fucking meat, cheese, and gluten in the fucking breading. So, like, the trifecta of things we're not having no now. No wonder I was so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> And we had we were like rewashing like styrofoam cups. I mean, hey, bless the planet. I guess we were yeah. <laughs> reusing them. And I just always it was just it's a it's a cute memory, man. Like it really is. Like 
if I was ever gonna have kids, <laughs> if that would be a story I'd be like, I'll yeah. get it. I'll tell Squeezy. He was there. Yeah. I'll tell Lila Squeezy. had no fucking idea. <laughs> and God, like, it was, that was like our, and we had like zero fucking money to like do anything. We were like just in the apartment like the whole time because we had no money. We'd and like walk around and shit, but like we couldn't do shit. Then just to like see where we are now with like us filling up this fucking greenhouse with like if you guys follow Rachel on social media, seeing like the photos that you've been posting and stuff, just like the place that we have and like the friends that we've made and the things we've been able to do since we got here, they're all just our so, glow ups too. Like our yeah, the way that we look. Yeah, we like, look so different. They're just like such amazing memories and i honestly i love this place so much i it is absolutely my home it's where we belong i never can foresee myself wanting to live anywhere else if anything what i'd want is to be rich enough to uh have a place here and then also have like a vacation home somewhere else like but, but like, like i would want it to be like in mount rainier area yeah so like, like I, I don't foresee myself leaving the pacific northwest let's oh, just leave yeah, it at no. that like absolutely not i love it too much it's the perfect weather although global warming will probably destroy that at some point and in we'll, our lifetimes we'll totally get fucked by that big one but like oh yeah you know totally gonna happen i'd rather that like, go than like punk satani taking tsunami come on in like take <laughs> us out like <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'm never fucking leaving. It's amazing. Um, What's, like, your top, like, three mems of Seattle? That one? That that first day? The first I'm, I'm, day. I'm just going to say the first day. Like, everything that happened within that first day. Absolutely. Oh, man. I know. It's hard. It's really hard. Like, I fuck. have no fucking idea, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a post question. You don't even know the answer to I it. mean, getting Lila was pretty iconic (laughs) it really was (laughs) and i like any of the hikes that we've been on to be honest like any of them yeah um i yeah i can't really think of like chris uh, is like i can't flex my fucking memory i don't flex my memories no he doesn't do that at all it's all been amazing. I know. This entire time. Oh yeah, there's been no there's been no ups and downs at all. It's just yeah, been all never. It's just been perfect. Flat <laughs> flatlined. We actually just flatlined when we moved. Yeah. <laughs> there was sarcasm within that sentence. No, I would say okay. I would say like my top three favorite memories. The very first day, getting Lila and my first pride. Okay. Yeah. There's like eighteen billion other memories that like would be lit to add but those are like v iconic important ones okay i'll say that my favorite days for real are first day i'm i'm gonna steal this getting lila it was just an important (laughs) an important day honestly two of these three don't technically take place in seattle which is fucked up but like you get me like that that was that was tacoma yeah whatever it's close enough it's close enough it's the region and then she just came over the the last would probably be our anniversary trip last year i know that's up there too in my top five and another one because that was just a fucking beautiful last time another one that like is up there um is you know going to gasworks park for the first time yeah it's lame the view is nice it's iconic for a reason like the did we go to the waterfront on our very first day like yeah we were everywhere we were we did so much shit zach took me on a journey yeah i was so tired yeah like 
then that's a part of that. But that was also really awesome too. I think we went down there then like another time after that, just to like really like we were the first day was quick. Then yeah, we no, I was we looking really at like, photos of us down there for the first time. Yeah, like when we took like the photos of you with the Ferris wheel and shit. Yeah, the iconic wheel, you know. Yeah. I don't really go there ever now because it just smells like urine. So, I mean, there's really no point. <laughs> I want to wait until, like, they're renovating the market, like, a lot in that oh, yeah. whole area around there. So, I kind of want to wait. And also, like, the viaduct, which is, like, the big fucking roadway. They're going to get rid of that bullshit and turn it into a walkway and everything. It's going to be fucking gondolas and shit. So, like, I'm just waiting. <laughs> All right. So, now, what's, let's be dark. Oh, fuck. It's me talking. What are the three hardest moments of living? Because I feel like people don't really talk about that shit. Like, it is hard to move to a new place. And it is extremely difficult to move to a new place where you don't know anyone. And you don't have a lot of money at all. And things are happening. So Hardest times. One, when I was working for the Nordstrom Call Center, work from home. And we were both just working from home. I was working really weird hours. Oh, we were yeah, just like really We were fighting so much. We were much. fighting so much because we were cramped in a three hundred square foot apartment, both working from home. I had the weirdest fucking hours you could imagine. I and had to like, be silent all day. And, and I hated the job and yeah. it was that was rough. It affected us, it affected your happiness a lot. Yeah. The only thing good that came... Well, there's two things that came out of that job. One, I got my Microsoft job after that and from that. Yeah. And two, I got a fucking Christmas bonus and I bought an Xbox with it. Yeah. So that was the two good things that came out of that job. I mean, yeah. And definitely skill to talk to people. Yeah. Because that's a fucking job where you're just forced to have conversations with people. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Um, that was difficult. Like, we almost broke up. I mean, okay, let's be real. Like, we've had so many, like, people don't talk about this shit either. We've had so many relationship struggles over the past four years because, like, moving here and financial stuff and job stuff and obviously, like, mental health stuff, that takes such a toll on a relationship. And there's just, I feel like we've just squished so many changes and abrupt, like, change ups. In such a small amount of time that, like, between, like, it was a roller coaster, man. We, we started dating in college, which is like a huge transitional period for anybody to go through. Yeah. Just coupled with like moving here, uh, all of the different school, job, money related things, and then like, you know, like mental health stuff as well. And yeah. just like it, and, all of that on top of just like you know regular fucking everyday life things that happen like there's been many a times where like we've been on the brink yeah <laughs> and you know i mean like i say all the time relationships are work um like you're not supposed to just i mean maybe i don't i say suppose i have no fucking idea what the truth is you know what i mean i don't um, know if i'm not can, trying to tell you i don't think you life. can have a blanket rule for every single relationship yes. but but i feel like there is it is important that like it wouldn't be smooth sailing if you're both putting in effort you know what i mean like there's it, smooth sailing means that i don't know smooth I just sailing feel like means that like things aren't being said yeah things aren't yeah being, that, true that you know the real 
Like, that's not to say that, like, you can't have, like, a time... time you are smooth sailing. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. Where the, that doesn't mean you have to bicker every day or, like, fight every day. I would say, or, like, the time that we moved in the summer to, like, right before you got the Nordstrom job, that was smooth sailing. Because while we were, We were like, riding high on the fucking, like, That move, we did it yeah, at all. And, yeah. like, yeah, like, it was stressful because we didn't have a lot of money. But, like, we were both, like, just very accepting of that. And I don't know it was just like it's the, in the beginning like when you first went to college and you're like everything just rapidly changed so quickly that you're like i just have to adapt and like yeah. i was like the most extroverted person ever that like <laughs> orientation part of college because i was just like adapting to a new environment and that's how it was in the beginning here but like i just feel like with relationships especially it's like i don't know like it is fucking work man like to keep peep two people together for fucking like eight years or whatever the fuck we've been doing like that you think that there are not significant bumps times where we needed to be like be apart times where we really considered not being together like all of those things come into play like it's just gonna um, happen another like era of time that was not a good time and you guys were here for the recap of this was just 2015 honestly oh, absolutely. as a whole we, we haven't we have an episode called like the year from hell and it's a recap of how, why 2015 was so fucking bad for us personally in our lives. Like, we, when we talk about like bad years, we separate bad years out between our personal lives, the year, and like the world and what's going on in the world. Yeah, as because low key, like 2016, terrible year for the world, pretty good year for us. Yes, absolutely. Or, right? No, wait, or no, 2017. 2017. Yeah, fucking like. Honestly, like anything was better than 2015. So we've just been kind of like getting back up there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, you know, 2015, like, kicked off the year with you coming out and like, which was great. That was amazing. Yeah. But then a high the, point. Yes. Also a low point. Yes. It's a, it's a bittersweet point, honey. Yes. Um, it's a semi sweet chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. The loss of other relationships besides your family after that yep. led to you getting laid off yeah i mean it didn't lead to that but like, that <laughs> wow i can't believe you fucking caused <laughs> and yeah then i was laid off but then like the show was born in 2015 yeah another high point that came out of it like exactly i did en eventually end up getting like the job that would lead me to where i am now at the end of 2015 yeah like things like that so it's good things that happened but as a whole that was a pretty not solid year and it had a lot of effect on us as a relationship as oh, well hell yeah like how about like me starting therapy where like i know i had been in therapy a little bit in college but tbh like that I was like i think baby it, therapy or whatever yeah, i think that that like warmed you up to the idea of like to like took away the nervousness of going to a therapy session but like i don't you can tell me if i'm wrong i don't know if you really got too much out of that no therapy. i really didn't i did yeah. not open up at all and so even just starting a therapy like it's it's a struggle because you feel like you i mean maybe you guys can relate if you guys are also seeing a therapist but like when i first started it like kind of creates like a distance between you know you and your partner because like then you have somebody else that you're like spilling all your shit to and then you're just like so exhausted and like that used to be you and i know that like that's something that you're dealing with now with you having just started like over a month ago or whatever and yeah. it causes like weird like distance and it's i feel like it's normal and expected and i don't know like i don't know what the solution is or anything but it's just like 
it's it's not like oh you go in now and then suddenly like you're feeling great and then your relationship is fucking thriving it definitely contributes to good yeah. things in the relationship because like you're feeling hopefully better and i do feel like i am feeling better and unlocked a lot of things or you whatever. can't go you can't analogize therapy to like you have a headache so you take pain medicine the headache goes away like it's not like how therapy works for you no know, mental illness uh like it is not going to be the cure for and there's some days where like i come out of there like feeling good and then i'm you know a pleasant person and then there are days where i'm feeling awful and i just need to be like alone and that might like affect us you know what i mean yeah and it's like i don't know i would say the hardest things since we moved obviously just being in therapy has been difficult and like unraveling the shit that i went through in my childhood and like young adult life yes all of that has been extremely hard and exhausting and just a lot like let's be real and so that's been hard um you know when you got laid off and we had to rely on my youtube ass honestly the final nail in the coffin for you that was very hard yeah i mean you like that whole period of like however long that was it just it was fucking hard and then i would also say i mean not knowing anyone when we first got here like yeah we had each other but like it took a really long time and then especially when it was just each other both working from home in a small space with no friends and nothing to go do and no money to go do things that was recipe for fighting yeah like i was just like smoking and home because it was the only thing that i could do because i didn't know anyone and i just was like I was also really depressed at that time yes and so like i was just really not doing well and like I, you know, I, I can't tell you how weird it was to, like, not feel totally incorporated. Because you don't feel like you're a part of the city when you don't really know people. And, and when so, you're not, like, you know, experiencing, like, everything that, like, the city has fucking offered yeah. and stuff. Like, it feels weird. And so, like, now that, like, we have, like, a solid group and, like, I'm, you know, like reconnecting um first of all like in my own personal life like i've reconnected a lot with people from my past like they don't live in seattle or anything but like that's been really nice and you know just like feeling more like i know what the fuck i'm doing i have like regular people that i see and even just like you seeing like a regular like hairstylist you know what i mean it's just like those little relationships that you're so used to like when you grew up like i had the same woman did my hair my entire fucking childhood up to college or whatever you know what i mean and like that was like a fucking relationship like that bitch knew everything about me Mm -hmm. and like we had a whole thing going and then you have to like start over and it's something so small but it's like little things like that like having like people recognize you where you get food or where you get coffee or where you get your hair done like and you have like a bond with those people like it's stuff like that that makes you feel more embedded into a place that's new and so it took it takes a long time to fucking make that shit happen and i used to be like kicking myself because i was like oh man like i'm so antisocial or like i don't know like i just i just felt like such a fucking dweeb because i was so used to having like people that i knew but it's because you know like most people like move to places where they know people yeah or like they are they work at a fucking job that takes you out of your apartment like holy shit like if i had co-workers god bless i would have felt <laughs> so much better like you know so i don't know it was it was wild but th- that was a, tar- a hard time like not knowing anyone and feeling like 
I wasn't ever going to make friends. And it's like, one I, of that's our a question top, we get. A, a top question we get all the time from people is how do you make friends in a new place? And I'm telling you, if you're working, definitely use that. Um, can I can I, also understand, though, that like it can't always be an option because if you work with people, you really just know you can't fucking hang with for one reason or another. Like it can be it can be tough. And yeah. like. You know, the internet, while it's filled with a lot of, you know, meanness, there is also, you know, communities that you can find online that, like, you can connect with, like, usually... Every single person that I'm friends with in Seattle, I found somehow through the internet and then branched out from... Usually from, like, mutual interests and things, and then you find out that, like, like, you find people with that mutual interest that are in the same area as you and, like, kind of branching out that way, like... That's not the only way you can fucking make friends. I'm just saying, like... It's just a good way to help. If you're an extrovert, fucking go out to, like, the bars and stuff. Like, just go out there and make friends. God bless you. This is for all the introverts out there. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's hard, though. Like, it's... And uh, I'll do the thing where, like, I'm very bad at, like, reaching out. And, like, all the friends that I've made in Seattle, like, they've all kind of, like, reached out to me first. Which I'm so grateful for because I'm so fucking shy. Like, maybe it doesn't come across. It's probably my Leo rising. But, like, (laughs) I am so shy. Like, I really am. And I am just really bad at making the first move in regards to, like, you know starting up a conversation with people and i've been like trying to push myself and like get coffee with people that i like you know we mutually follow and we both know that we live in the same city and shit like coffee that with rachel <laughs> <laughs> um you're usually there too yeah, like because i'm like always trying to like introduce us to new people um but like it's it's it is really hard and like my advice is to like definitely you know push yourself to like send that first message and just be like because for me, it's usually on Instagram. Like, I have a lot of people that follow me that live in Seattle, and I go out of my way to follow other people that live in Seattle. And then I'll just, like, message them, and I'll just be like, I really love, like, it's usually other artists, to be honest. Like, yeah. or people that are, like, I don't know, doing something on their page. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to, like, follow someone and be like, I really love those, like, leaf selfies you took yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I might start commenting on, like, a selfie and be like, you know you look so good or whatever and then like i don't know it's so weird though like it is weird it's also fucking difficult and like if i were still in school or if i had co-workers man who knows yeah it's a it's a different game when you don't have like school and a job that has co-workers that has been the one thing about getting older that has been hard you Absolutely. don't realize how much school helped you cultivate a fucking social group yeah and uh, being an adult and like having like my close-knit group of friends you know that like i can really depend on like i'm cool with it i'm fine with it i like feel very lucky to have anyone to be honest you know and so it's just it is so bizarre though like you don't especially realize. when everybody is having like lives filled with their own shit jobs kids fucking clubs everything school still people that we know that are like still in school you know like it's just it's a fucking mess it's like very hard to like coordinate shit which like i'm (laughs) sure a lot of people can fucking relate to like it is always such a it's like the group chat is always just like all of us trying to figure out like a fucking schedule for shit because we all have our own shit you know like i haven't seen my friends the last like god like maybe like three weekends because i've just been so fucking busy with etsy stuff and 
I like Ashley was just texting me today. She's like, I feel like I haven't seen you in fucking forever. I'm like, I yeah, know. Yeah, was saying that to me last night too. And like, I'm like, <laughs> I know. Like, I need like this weekend is my last weekend that I have to like get all my shit done for Tuesday. <clears throat> and then after that, like, I mean, fuck, June is gonna be so busy. Like, we've yeah, got a lot June, going on this week. We month. had a couple of questions about like you know some summer plans and stuff like that. Like what we had going on. I guess June is t- kind of summer a little bit. I mean, yeah. Once solstice- it starts in the middle of like the like 20s like 22nd or 23rd of june yeah so i mean yeah like we have so this weekend is just me working and then also while i'm working i'm gonna watch e3 stuff yeah like that's my goal this is fucking e3 weekend it's my christmas i'm excited besides christmas um true um (laughs) like what and yeah then like you have a store launch and then um we have a concert we're seeing the decemberists and then we're it's pride i don't know which weekend is which we're going to our friend's graduation and then i'm going to oregon um like in the middle of like a random week at the end of the month we were like staying in an airbnb yeah bend um which is exciting because i haven't been to oregon yet and that's gonna be really fun um and then like i don't i don't know what's really going on for july i don't think we have much like july we say this every year june is always fucking slammed and then july is like i'm just gonna bake in the heat honestly like it's gonna be a hot one yeah and then like god bless like our furniture will finally be getting here soon we should be getting some of it by the end of this month hopefully yeah we've had a lot of also like just a side note um (laughs) i gotta say i am not paying west elm prices for my shit to arrive destroyed oh my god so we fucking we got a thing just a really not crappy but like a really cheap like cabinet thing for our bathroom just to have like some towels on and some other random it was shit like 65 dollars and it came like perfectly like okay no scratches dings anything assembled it in like 20 minutes good to go it works as designed everything's it's great fine. we order some fucking platters from anthropology yeah this bo- gorgeous fucking bougie here guys this like, beautiful ass um banana leaf platter that we wanted to put on our dining room table that hasn't gone here yet and either. it was like a nicer piece and ceramic and we tried to get it twice and it came broken both times so i Shattered. just fucking got it refunded and then because they didn't pack it like with anything to protect it and i'm like yeah girl what are you doing and then we order a fucking lamp from west elm which like we got some other stuff too that's not arriving yet but the lamp so came. the lamp is the only thing that's being shipped the other stuff because it's like actual furniture they like they don't have it set up where Do you, you like can get just furniture get delivery yeah like they bring it to your house so i'm assuming it's gonna arrive okay yeah, so then the the lamp shows up and it's metal and it's scratched and dinged and dented everywhere all over it. I and, know, I was so sad. And I'm like, why am I paying these ridiculous fucking like extra expensive prices for like West Elm and Anthropology when I ordered something from fucking Overstock and it came so nice. So perfect, I know. Yeah. Though we did get a lamp from CB2 that is like I would argue is like on the same price range yes. as West Elm and yeah. like it came perfect. So I don't know. I don't know what West Elm is doing or Anthropology. That really pissed me off though because like like they did nothing to protect it and like we had already had it shipped like once and it was broken and we had to like and then like i called them to get a refund and they just instantaneously did it so it's just like they just like fucking know and they they probably don't care i'm like honestly so glad that you could just waste all this fucking shit like though we did get like a set of plates 
and um, bowls from them, and they came all fine. Yeah, it's because it was like an independent artist that like sharing their design with. Yeah. Like, I bet you they get a say in you packaging. Know, packaging and like you know just how it arrives. I don't know. Like, yeah. Who knows? So I don't know. Either way, like that's a completely weird random tangent that we just went just down. Just like be careful like, when you're ordering stuff that yeah. is not furniture from West Elm if it has to be shipped to you, because it you know. I don't know. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna return the lamp to the store and see if they have them in store. Yeah. And hope for the best. Hopefully they will, and then we can just take it home without it getting all fucked up. But I'm just ready for our fucking furniture to get here though, because I mean our living room is basically done. I just finally got the last thing that I needed, which was storage for all of my art supplies and my shipping supplies, because I have a lot of crap that I have to use just to ship out all of my art. So it's like I have a fucking nice what is it eight drawers yeah oh my god it's, it's so it's nice. nice yeah it's gonna hold a lot i needed it so bad so that like the living room's basically done besides like random like decor stuff i'm just like god damn it i cannot wait to have a fucking table to eat at because right now i'm not gonna lie like it's on back order for like ever <laughs> i know it's, it is it is kind of annoying i can't wait for it to get here because it's nice and i don't mind waiting but also i mind <laughs> i mind I'm just, like i really want to have somewhere to eat <sighs> Well, that's my my problem. Yeah. That's not that big of a deal. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll do a uh, quiz and some questions. Hey, y'all. The ad is actually me. Um, I am for sale. No, I am having an anniversary sale on my store, which is shoprwd.com, and that's because it's my one year since having the store open, and that is going to be June 12th on 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, y'all. And everything besides digital downloads are going to be on sale. And we're going to have a lot of new things that are up. If you've been seeing me craft some ice cream cone keychain situations, those are going to be up. There's going to be a bunch of new backgrounds, new paintings, a bunch of new bookmarks, a whole plethora of things. So definitely check that out. It's shoprwd.com. I will be all over social media promoting that shit. So don't even fucking worry <laughs> if you don't remember this. Um, but yeah, I would love to have your support on the old Shopperino. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Wow, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are. And uh, Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spot, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. All right, so we're back with a quiz, and Chris picked <laughs> this, and honestly, it's fucked up. Yeah, I know. This is, it's honestly, probably every answer is going to upset me so i don't know this is answer nine questions and we'll tell you where you are in the republic of gilead like where we belong so this is a handmaid's tale if you're wondering you don't watch we are very deep we're very obsessed now okay like if we're objectively so like i am a uh i'm a a gender traitor or whatever but if i'm fertile i'd probably be a handmaid right i am you're fucking somewhere in power, you piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, I know, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I like, hate it. It's fucked up. Like, this is really fucked up. I hope right. this quiz isn't 
that upsetting. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, let's start easy. Choose a color. I'm going to pick green. Uh, fuck. I picked the wrong one that I didn't want to do. You know, we're just going to have to refresh. Uh, the colors are gray, red, pink, green, blue, yellow. I have to go with gray, too. Or green, I mean. Uh, pick a genre of music to listen to 24-7. We've got pop, hip-hop, blues, rock, house, electronic. What like I feel like the sh- the shit I listen to is never included in this shit because yeah. I listen to stupid shit. I'm going with rock. Um, out of all of this, I'd go with blues. Okay. What's what? your coffee order? <laughs> Cappuccino, long black. I don't drink coffee. Iced coffee. I'll have tea instead, and a macchiato. What's a long black? I feel like I should know that, but I've honestly I don't, don't know. I don't know. Uh. Out of all of these, I would go the cappuccino. I'm going to go the macchiato. Uh, you're running late for an important appointment. You're walking as fast as you can, but you're stuck behind a row of three slow-walking men on a narrow pathway. How do you react? <laughs> <laughs> Me every fucking day. Aggressively push past them with an angry expression. Keep walking behind them. There's nothing you can do. Say excuse me politely and move past them. Make a passive-aggressive cough sound and push past them. Take a different route so you can avoid walking behind them or yell at them as you push past. I will take a different route so I can avoid walking behind them. Or I'd say, excuse me, but I'm trying not to like, like I said, I'm trying not to move out of the way or whatever. But they're in my way. I yeah, know. I, I like realistically in this moment, I would do the excuse me and like move past them. Like, yeah. um, Choose a lipstick to wear on a date. We've got like a dark vampy, a regular pink, a light pink, a brown, a red, and like a mauve. Thank God. I like saw this question. I was like, please just ex- explain the colors because I can't. Chris I'm probably not even like, seeing them right. see two vastly different colors. Like I'm not talking like the difference between like an eggshell and a fucking like white. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm saying like purple and brown. And he's like, that's... They're the same color. I know. I'm exposing you right now. Um, out of all of these, I would probably pick a red. Uh, I'm going to pick the mauve one. It's 4 p.m. on a Friday, and you finish all of your work. You want to head home early, but your boss sucks. <laughs> what do you do? Me. Squeezy <laughs> sucks, man. Um, sneak out without telling anyone at your own risk. Pretend you're feeling unwell and ask to go home. Ask politely if you can leave, even though they'll probably say no. Tell your work BFF to cover for you. Plan on an elaborate team bonding session at a nearby bar so everyone can leave early. Whoa, that's too much work. That's the Slytherin ass fucking (laughs) crap. Um, You just stay at work and watch YouTube videos to pass the time. That's what I'll do. I will uh, sneak. You are a sneak. I am a sneak. Honestly, that's a Slytherin move. Really? I feel I like know. being like calculated as fuck to like plan an out of work yeah, event is pretty slithery. What quality is more, most important to you in a friend? Loyalty, honesty, kindness, positivity, generosity, sense of humor. Ooh. There, there's a lot that are extremely I mean, important. I love all of these I'm going to go with sense of humor. It's um, like sense of humor is where I like bond with people immediately but yeah, like, yeah. it's not the most important i would say the most important is honesty okay um your bff owes you some money and is taking way too long to pay you back you rem- you've reminded them three times already what do you do send them uh, i would med- never remind them i'm going to send them a request on venmo I'll be like yo <laughs> no, literally like i i owe my friends right now money for 
well they didn't even want me to pay for it it was for the fucking airbnb that we're all going to and i was like okay just like let me know what the total is and they're like it's six dollars like they just we pull this shit all the time (laughs) i would just this would never happen um so politely remind them again tell them you need the money asap to pay your bills they're probably going through a rough time financially you'll leave it for now send a stern text message telling them to pay you back right away end the friendship because a true friend wouldn't do this or yell at them but about it but apologize later i would literally do the they're probably going through a rough time i'll leave it (laughs) i'll politely remind them again um, and lastly, pick a number, 13, 5, 0, 24, 8, or 100. I uh, don't know. 24. God what, damn. is that the same number as you? I was going to pick that. I'm going to pick it, so whatever. <gasps> okay. Wait, actually, no. I thought I was getting, like, Samira's fucking character, but no. it's just, like, her role okay. as a Jezebel. Okay. Damn. Okay, it says, you have a fuck everything attitude, which is why you wanted to escape Gilead in the first place. When given the choice of working at a brothel or going to the colonies, you knew what choice would be. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Like, the Mm -hmm. colonies are really hard. (laughs) I mean, it's all fucked up. (laughs) Um, At Jezebel's, you have some sense of freedom, even if you're just pretending. At least you're not dying of radiation poisoning. You know... This is bleak. <laughs> yeah, th- I mean, this whole show is bleak. Um, I got an unwoman, which is like Emily in the fucking um, in the colonies. Oh, uh, okay. So it says you refuse to go along with the bullshit society that is the Republic of Gilead, Gilead, whatever the fuck. Gilead, right? So I've heard it's pronounced both ways. Uh, so props to you. Although it means you're stuck at the colonies cleaning up agricultural waste and getting radiation poisoning. You're taking things day by day, but there's no softer way to say it. You're dying. Emily is still the best (laughs) fucking character, though. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of really good characters. Rory Gilmore really had a fucking... I just... Alex Spadell, man. (laughs) Really, you really pulled one over on me. Yeah. I'm shook. Uh, So let's do some questions. Uh, First one is, where have you been buying furniture from online? Uh, I know you've been saying you're trying to branch out past Wayfair. Um, Just because the shit that we got from Wayfair doesn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that there There are are still plenty of things that are great on Wayfair. Um, They also said they're trying not to, like, break the bank. If you're trying not to break the bank, then I would say World Market. Yes. The furniture there is still... Like, literally, we, I think we talked about it in an episode two ago, though. Like, they literally just, like, copy off of fucking West Elm, and it's pretty fucking... Yeah. It's reasonably priced there. Like, my my wood hairpin desks that I have, I love them. They're really good quality, and they were from World Market. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, we get a lot of our decor from World Market. It's it's good stuff. I I'm like not gonna it. lie. We've got a lot... Oh, Structube. That's another Struck good one. Structube, yeah. Structube is a lot cheaper than, like, a West Elm CB2 vibe. Um, but they and, got furniture that is that vibe. Yeah, it's very like mid-century modern. It's really pretty. That's where we got our entire like dining set from. Just of course, you you, you know it's furniture, so you're gonna have to pay like that like pretty steep shipping fee for like you yeah know, furniture delivery. I think but, it was like, like ninety nine for the shipping. Yeah, that seems that seems to be team. like the standard for like that's like IKEA and Can you imagine West like Elm. free shipping. On furniture. <laughs> that's fucking... That would be amazing. get crazy. And then we do have some stuff coming from West Elm. We have gotten just a lamp from CB2. We haven't gotten any, like, actual furniture from CB2. Yeah. And then... Anthropology we got some stuff from. Yeah, but it was, like, decor. Yeah, it's not for really I don't furniture. know if we're getting... Oh, and overstock, 100% for, for different things. For rugs, honestly. Oh, my I, God. 
Safavier. Yeah, those rugs. That brand. I'm sure if you've looked for rugs, you've seen that brand. It's on Wayfair and Overstock. It's everywhere. Honey. Great, great rugs. Highly recommend. Plush. Good, stunning, excellent. <laughs> Honestly, I would literally, I would share the mattress that we bought the same brand of mattress that we got the first time. Do you know what it it's is? It's from, I can't tell you the name of it now. I don't remember. It's on Amazon and it's like 100 to like 200 bucks depending on what size you're getting. And like mattresses are, can go up to like a thousand fucking dollars. But this mattress is like the most comfortable I've ever slept on. It is it's so, so cheap. It is so nice and so cheap. And I would never, I will never get like another mattress that's not from them just because because it's cheap and yeah. nice quality. And like, I'm not like not sleeping well or like my back's fucked or something. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? It's fucking great. They're memory foam. Yeah, I'll actually tweet that out on my personal Twitter. Chris okay. considers. Yeah. Um, so next question is, what are the best and worst uh, things you have ed- ever purchased or spent money on? They said besides college, LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Because boy. honestly, that would be... No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say that college is like the worst thing I've ever spent money on. Did I spend a lot of money on it? Fucking, Hell yeah. I'm yeah, still am I still paying it off? Fucking will be until I'm in the grave. <laughs> but, um, Do you see that reductors where it was like, this girl could finally pay off her student loans because she got hit by a bus. Yeah. <laughs> I love the reductors. It's, it's fucking, fucking spot true. on. Um, okay, worst... Onion, but better. Wait, it was best and worst thing we ever spent money on? Yeah, best and worst thing I ever spent money on. Okay, best is both my chunks. Oh, Getting yes. both of the chunks. Absolutely. That's number one. Like, that and, like, the money, like, to spend the money to, for whatever we needed to move here. That, too. Those are, like, the three things that are, like, the best to spend. Worst thing I ever spent Worst thing I ever on. spent money on, my first car okay uh it was fucking horrible like it would like i would say like honestly like i needed them out of necessity but like any fucking car my second car that i had in pennsylvania was it was decent it was okay it, it was pretty nice um i say as someone who doesn't know shit uh like it functioned well and it never really gave me too many problems my first car looked really nice but had so many fucking problems. And then the car that I had to get here to have my job that at Microsoft. Just, you just paid that I off. I literally just finished paying off that car. And I am so upset that I had to do that. And it was only because the buses didn't run early enough for when I needed to go to work. I'm sure I've had worse things that I spent my money on, but I would say that one really bad die job that I got in 2013. <gasps> 2012. What's the, the name? Ombre. ombre. That's what I'm trying to think of. Because like, it was like hundreds of dollars, and it, all it did was damage my hair, and it looked you, like We shit. literally got dye that same night to try and do something else to That it. was like, really bad. That, yeah. And I would say also, like, there's some times where you order food, and you spend a lot of money, and it's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's the worst, man. Crazy. It really is. No, like, when you get, like... Something with avocado and the avocado shows up brown. Yeah, we got some fucking sushi with like. <laughs> I know the, it's so stupid. We got sushi with like the brownest avocado on it before, like, and it was. Or any time like, I've gotten food poisoning. Yeah. I mean, that's not money I like <laughs> spending on. Okay, so the next one is not a question, but a reminder for everyone to go out and vote in their primaries. Yeah. And Ooh, I just kicked the mic. Yes. So uh, I don't know when primaries are for everybody, but like, just pay attention to all of the elections that are going to be affecting you, local, state, 
federal everything. Also, be proud of California for fucking recalling that stupid ass judge um, that was the Brock Turner case. Yes. Yeah, they recalled him. That's so that's fucking awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so the next one is Rachel. You have mentioned that you've been you've kind of had to build back up your ability to concentrate or become immersed in books after college. Yeah. Do either of you have any advice on how to get back into reading or building back up your passion for things that you've lost during university, which I have also had that same struggle mm-hmm. with books, like in building out. Cause like we both really dropped reading in college like, for fun. Yeah. For, for fun. Yes. Absolutely. We didn't have time. Didn't have time, especially in the later years when we had jobs and like all that shit. Like, and I had jobs the whole time. Uh, yeah, you did. Like, I I started my um, yeah. sophomore year having a job. Um, but it is really hard. We like have to like actively like we're right now. I'm reading through the series of unfortunate events, and you're reading through a second round of Harry Potter. And, like, we have to, like, say, like, every night, like, we have to remind ourselves to, like, give ourselves time to read a little bit in bed. That's, like, when, I don't know if this is, like, for everybody else, but, like, that was, like, how we both read as kids. Like I like I w- to read in bed. I would, reading in bed, like, I used to read every night before bed. Like, that yeah. was me as a kid. And so. And it was because I didn't have a TV in my room and I didn't have a laptop for the longest time. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, now I don't have a laptop. My computer is all the way across the fucking room. I just like to be really phone. cozy and comfortable when I'm there trying to get immersed into a story. And, and I mean, keeping my phone on Do Not Disturb really helps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it Tur- truly does. Turning off as many notifications and, like, putting it on Do Not Disturb or the Android equivalent of that, airplane mode, whatever the fuck you need, like, Get rid of the notifications. Make sure nobody can contact you. Break you out of your concentration. Um, try and like, you know, make sure that there's nothing gonna like break you out of your concentration. Just like in your home or whatever. Like, like get everything that you need to get done done, so that you don't have to like get out of bed. Like if this is for us, like I'll make sure that like I'm completely like teeth are brushed face is already like moisturized i'm already like in my pajamas i don't need to like clean up anything the cats are already fed i don't have to like empty the litter box like all of these like end of the night tasks are fucking done and then i'm just like in the zone and you know something that you can do is if you like if there's something that you want to go back and reread that you really enjoyed fucking do it for the first time around when you're trying to like build back up that stamina because like if you can go back and enjoy a story that you know you really liked that will hook you back into Wanting reading more. If going. you like go into like a new story and you end up not liking it, that might just That'll deter like you. you. Yeah. So to like try if you like if you're having a lot of trouble, read something that you've read before that you really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and then let's end off with uh, this last one, or what? Which is just what are our current thoughts on this season of Westworld? Okay, so I've been seeing a lot of, like, mixed reviews. And, um, I mean, I'm going to say that, like, I'm not enjoying it as much as I enjoyed the first season. But, but I, I mean, still am enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it, yeah. I, uh... I was disappointed with Shogun World because it just seemed like a sidestep, like a quest. They, they, like, built that up as, like, a huge, like, the reveal that there are more than one park... And, like, the fact that Shogun World was, they, like... They, like, hinted at that for so yeah, long. Yeah, like, that was such a tease for so long. And we got, like, one world that had, honestly, like, no creativity put into it. 
because it was like the same plot recycled, you know, from Westworld, and that, that was like a funny thing in the yeah, show. Yeah, it was funny, but like it was just a letdown. It yeah, because really it didn't. Down. It didn't end up being like. Only one of the characters from that whole thing ended up coming with us back to Westworld. So um, I was disappointed with that. I mean, I am very much here for what they are doing in regards to Bernard. And I'm also here for everything that Maeve does ever. And I know a lot of people like suddenly hate Dolores, which honestly makes me so mad. And I know it's just because I'm a huge Evan Rachel Wood stan. But like, (laughs) it pisses me off because... She's literally programmed right now to have two different characters. She's half Dolores, she's half Wyatt. So, you know, obviously she's, like, still herself, but then she's also making all these, like, very aggressive, like, tough, like, more violent things. And it's, like, no one had any fucking problem watching any of these men be super violent to all of these fucking women. And the first fucking time a woman takes back her agency and is, like, kicking fucking ass and, like, trying to, like, break free of chains they're just like suddenly uh, they fucking hate it and it's so typical yeah and like i get it like you probably miss like the sweeter more docile dolores or whatever because you like enjoyed her character but like i don't know that was also her being like completely prisoner prisoner i don't know what i was trying to say i think that i think they might be trying a little bit too hard to confuse us timeline wise like the first the first season you had the one timeline discrepancy which was just like the past and like the present time where like you know the past was like kind of but now in this season it's kind of revealing that some of that wasn't even there was like multiple timelines being revealed especially in regards to andrew arnold why andrew who the fuck's andrew arnold and bernard like you know what I mean? Yes, I yeah, I I just think like, you know, they might be confusing a little bit too much in a way and I don't know. Like I and I have to say that like I am really invested in Bernard and Arnold and like Ford and like that whole plot right now and finding out about that um Dolores's plot is not interesting me as much right now because i don't think they're really showing that much of it right in i mean this the moment. last episode they did yeah um and the fucking man in black like i know that's lost man in black but like that's what everybody refers to him as like yeah, he, william william he like you know there was it was interesting seeing him like in the past working with like making delos into like a fucking android and shit yeah, like that do, was lit. doing all that stuff that was cool that was such a good episode that's like the best episode of westworld that we've had ever yeah but then like current in park man really? he's not really that interesting again. yeah so i don't know i mean like i still if i had to rank them i'd say season one is more than season two but it's honestly because like with seek like i saw somebody say like, sophomore slump. No, I saw somebody like tweet something about sequels to really popular series are always like some of the hardest content to create because to recapture the magic of like that first piece of content and expand upon the universe and make everything be sensical and grow. I feel like the third season will be even better because yeah, they like will the, have more wiggle room. It, it's always like a 
a sophomore slump. Like it's it's always going to be harder and maybe not as like remembered as fondly as like a first season. And like I will say that like I was not expecting the first season like right after that to be like the park completely falls apart and like is not functioning at all again i think that was a risk for them to take yeah i think that like i always expect like you know things like this to the like the because like i feel like the burn to be a little slower to like build up more to that to like get to that climax where shit really falls apart because like with handmaid's tale we're on what the eighth episode it was around like the later half of this second season where it seems like this whole society is starting to crumble it's like there's been some like bigger rebellion things happening but like it has not fucking fallen yet you know what i mean yeah so i kind of appreciate that that it is more of a slow burn and with westworld it is like this second season like if you really enjoyed like seeing like humans interact in the park and all these things like you're not seeing that at all because the park's like completely gone girl and i would say that like you know i think to like the harry potter series because of course and like i would say that like the big overarching like war doesn't really start really building up until order of the phoenix yeah that's and when even sh- then like it doesn't shit doesn't really fall apart but just like the like inclination that like it's gonna lead to that and like the clues start lining up to that don't really start until order of the phoenix and then it's like stuff starts to really fall apart in um half-blood yeah half-blood prince so it it was for westworld not that everything has to fucking follow no i'm just saying that like for westworld it's definitely a risk because i would have liked to see a little bit more of like just in the park like the parks functioning as they were you know what i mean it is very interesting maybe seeing the other parks functioning as intended a little bit you know that would have been cool maybe yeah so that's our fucking you know thoughts on the new season of westworld uh, we will, you know, let you know when that's over. I think that's gonna end. That's gonna end way before Handmaid's Tale does. Like, I think there's only like ten episodes of Westworld, and there's like fourteen or something. Of I forget Handmaid's Tale, whatever. So we'll just uh, keep you guys updated if you're interested. Um, and yeah, we'll give you guys our big um, recap, I guess, of E3 on our end. next episode. Yes, because it will. All the conferences will be done. And we'll and hopefully we'll have some very... Cool things to talk about. Or cringy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so, you know, thank you all again for hanging out with us for all these years, for supporting the show, for uh, just consuming our garbage. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, we are that golden garbage bag, as you said. Yeah, we're the Force Flex. Oh, my God. Glad for us. The scented ones? I guess. Yeah. We can do that. Okay. All right. Benches, stay tuned. The rest of y'all, we will see you next week. Let's clack our phones because we don't have things. All right. Bye. Bye. That was terrible. Wow. So the other day, we were randomly looking at a list of every single T.Y. Beanie Baby because... Why? I don't even remember. You were just trying to show me some of the Beanie Babies you had. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm that bitch. I get nostalgic. (laughs) Every single one was retired. We were looking up stock values to see if they actually had money. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, actually, though, that fucking Pokemon card 
was worth it's like people are selling it for like eight that's how bucks. we started you were looking at a fucking pokemon card because you knew you had it and looking at it on ebay and then like we somehow got beaten because i thought about that the, i had the princess diana beanie baby okay. and so i was like how much is that worth but the, i know my the fucking pokemon card that i had it was the uh the ancient mew or whatever the fuck yeah ancient mew yeah. he is worth like 800 bucks or some shit on ebay so i mean that's lit but anyway you guys you guys are what Beanie Baby you had loved. What, would be. what you are. What Beanie Baby you are. Um, most of these are probably retired. We dare you to Google them and see if you identify with this Beanie. If anybody has the same birthday as the Beanie Baby we give you, that's wild. Because I don't. I know I did end up having one, but it wasn't until like later. It was like a newer one. Yeah. But I forget what yours was for your I, birthday. I forget too, yeah. <laughs> honestly. All right. So starting off with... Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is Wilbur. Courtney is Coral. Jackie Goldfarb is Goldie. Emily Sweeney is my sweet. <laughs> Melanie Weldon is Weaver. Also, there are some fucking weird-ass people. There are. Names. Shannon Shires is Shiloh. Sarah Booth is Boomer. M. Corbeil is Cornstalk. Angelica Feliz is Fearless. Madeline Young is You Did It. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Kimberly Proza is Propeller. Joanna <laughs> Tartaglini is Nectar. AJC is Aces. Jake Bauer is Batty. Had Batty. Valerie Molina is Morsel. Teague Phillips is Punxsutawney Phil. I'm so sorry. They had so many variations of him, too. That's too much. Lily Rose is Alberta Wild Rose. <laughs> Norma Ortiz is Orion. Winter Russell is Rusty. Brooke Renee is Serenade. Savannah Policier is Pellet. Joshua Kerman is Kernow. Chantal Piat is Pinata. Catherine is Carrots. Bridget Carey Davis is Brigitte, which I love, that pink-ass poodle. <laughs> Colby Rhymes is Colorado. Haley Boucher is Booties. Jake Parker is Parka. Renee Medina is Mellow. Ryan Hara is Hark. Grandma is Mardi Gras. <laughs> Grandma, who are what a, you? What a sentence. <laughs> Sophie R. Mello is Soybean. Emily Milligan is Millennium. Oh, my God. Chelsea Grundy is Grumbles. Haley Welsh is Hamlet. Stephanie Lee is Steg. Steggy. Steggy. Jane Thompson is Jangle Mouse. <laughs> I don't know. Kayla Bean is Beanie with an I. Brandy Robbins is Bravo. Michelle Cox is Coco. Also, I want to watch Coco the movie. Oh, okay. Like, the Pixar? really bad. Yeah. Um, Rebecca Mack is Mack. Wow. Joanna Jensen is Jester. Leslie Wright is Wrinkles. Gwen Stowe is Stony. Kat Schultz is Shudders. Jason Gonzalez is Yapper. Lindsay Torlino is Toronto. Jess Adams is Addison. And, and you, you must, must be, be the man. Can't believe that. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Dottie. Whoa. Kennedy Rochelle is Racer. Taryn Parker is Sparky. Lucy is Lucy. Wow. Sonny Vaz Brun is Sonnet. Fiona is Feastings. It's like a fucking turkey. Yeah. Juanita Cara is Carvers. Cassandra Lee is Casanova. Avery Labelson is Avalanche. Liz Holbrook is Holidays. Madison Greer is Greetings. Chloe Ireland is Clover. Caitlin Whalen is Wallace. Dana Daly is Dainty. Vlynn is Volley. Mackenzie Knight is Knowledge. And Rachel Evans is Radar. All right, and the other Binchos are all trying to sell their Beanie Babies on eBay. I was going to say, you guys are all the individual beans. Oh, my God. Inside those white pellets. We went two different ways. <laughs> We've got Samantha Grace. Pavithra Suresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. 
Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And let us once again know if your fucking Beanie Baby beps your bop. I would love to know. All right. We'll see you uh, next week. All right. Bye.